You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, which means this is our hashtag one big idea episode. In these episodes, you'll hear some of the best big ideas from incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. Here we go. Sangramir, I'm super excited. We're going to have Jill Raleigh on this podcast. As most of you guys know, she's the queen of social selling. She's currently the chief growth advisor and officer at Marketo. Prior to that, she has been at Eloqua and has done incredible things. And, and, and at the end of the day, she's one person that really tells you how it is when it comes to sales, when it comes to marketing. And this whole conversation that Jill and I are about to have, it's about MarTech and why she's back in MarTech, but not in marketing automation. It's a really, really interesting take. And she, we also get into personal and, and things that what do we do from a work-life balance perspective. So this one is probably one of the most meatiest and very in-depth conversation on MarTech, personal life, marketing automation, and any and everything is possible. So here you go. Marketing automation, yeah. yeah. Does that sound customer-friendly? <laughs> they want to be receiving automated marketing communications from you? No, they want engagement. So Marketo, Mm. now I'll get to like why I joined Marketo. It is, I'm back in MarTech, but I'm not back in marketing automation. All right, unpack that, what does that mean? That whole concept was right at the time. It's 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 kind of like as a parent, you do the best that you can with what you have at the time. Yeah. And then you learn how much better you could have done it. Right. Right? Like right, hindsight's right. always 2020. 20. Yeah. You learn from experience. It's the same thing with marketing automation, right? So the whole concept of lead scoring. Mm-hmm. I remember the early days of lead scoring, getting in a room with marketing folks right. and saying, let me walk you through this. Right. So you generate an inquiry. Right. That's not a lead. Right. So you generate an inquiry. Is that something that sales should follow up on? Yeah. Well, let's go talk to sales. Right. Like what does a good uh, qualified lead or opportunity look like to sales? Yeah. And so let's say, is it by size of company? Is it geography? Is it title? Is it department? Is it... You know, what is it? And then let's talk about engagement. Mm-hmm. So is this person someone who just hit the website and downloaded a white paper and that's all they've done? Yeah. Or have they viewed 62 pages, met you at a trade show, attended a webinar, read an ebook? Multiple right? touch points, multiple conversations. There's no such thing. I, I remember this conversation where some, you know, this is back in the days, I'm not going to quote the company, where it said, hey, they downloaded the ebook and, you know, marketing should get credit for it. Like, just because somebody downloaded an ebook doesn't give it credit. The same goes for sales, just because you call somebody and they are ready to buy or whatever, it's not the sales. It is truly a one-team approach. One, hashtag one team approach. Hashtag one team right? approach. Right? Yeah. And now as we look at SaaS, yeah. it's not just marketing and sales, it's customer success too. Yeah. Right? Because oh, today's great. new logo, if yeah. you will, is next year's big deal. Right? <laughs> today's so, new logo is the next year's big deal. Yeah. A lot of companies work that. in that, that like MapR, for yeah. example, and I'm, I'm stealing the quote from their chief revenue officer. Um, a pivotal, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know, they do a deal, maybe it's a quarter of a million dollars, mm-hmm. the initial deal, and that'll grow to six million. Right. Wow. So, so that 
that customer engagement yeah. is critical. Right. So that customer success function within the organization, all of a sudden it's not just marketing and sales anymore, it's customer success. It's really the well. go-to-market teams. You get sales, marketing, customer success, really unifying the go-to-market teams to do what they need to do. That's exactly right. I love that. 100%. So, so let's like so today there are a lot of sales and marketing professionals listening to this. Like what what advice would you give yeah. when people are reaching out? What are they doing wrong? Yeah. And if you could give some examples, I know you got a ton of them. Yeah. And and what can they do really well in order to win uh, the customer, not just from a deal perspective, but from because you know we a trust a trust, right? And and people move in companies. So once that is really, uh, I think a lot of people miss the point. It's not about the deal being closed. It's the fact that you build that relationship. So every time they go to another company, the first person they pick up and call is you. That's right. Yeah. So I saw that early in my career, in fact, um, at Salesforce. And and I remember, oh, I just, oh, I cried in this <laughs> meeting. Um, I saw that early. I, I'd never been in sales before, but I had already had a very happy customer move from one company to the next. Mm-hmm. And I was like the first person that he yeah. called, right? Wow. He wanted to put Salesforce into his new company. He wanted to make his mark early, right, right. right? And show that how smart he was to not go out and spend $5 million on Siebel right. and all That's that awesome. IT and all blah, blah, blah. So I saw that that it worked that way. So I went in to my first territory review, my yeah. first form. I'd never done a territory review. I didn't know what they were. <laughs> yeah. And my, my um, territory was Virginia, Maryland, D.C., Delaware. Okay. That was my second territory at Salesforce. My first territory was the country of Canada. All right. And that's how I met Eloqua. Wow. So Long story. Yeah. ABC always be connecting. Your network is your net worth. And you never know where someone in the relationship that you have. When we met at MarTech, yeah. I never would have thought I'd yeah. be in your headquarters, yeah. which is, you know, like, I love the cape on the wall, <laughs> yeah. ABM superheroes. Yeah. Like, like I just, I didn't know that. Yeah, and nobody I didn't, did. I didn't judge the amount of time I spent with you at that yeah. event based on thinking that there was going to be something. Nope. Like this, this, this give, yeah. like this give to give, yeah. right? Not give it really works. It really works. A hundred percent. But we are in sales. We are on monthly. We're on quarterly. We're on annual, you know, quotas. Right. And, uh, and, and, and oftentimes it leads us to making bad, yeah. bad, bad decisions. Your job depends on it, right? If you don't meet your quota for like one month, you're fired, right? I mean, I think a lot of people don't recognize like when we say they're bad things happen, they're under pressure. Like sales team, I empathize with a lot as a marketer, you're under pressure every single day and your paycheck, your livelihood depends on meeting a certain quota. So pipeline saves lives. Yeah, pipeline saves lives. Yep. You should always be prospecting. And I don't like the word prospecting, (laughs) like prospect, right? But you should always be building relationships. Right. That ultimately can turn into um, uh, new customers or deepening relationships with customers. You have to take that long-term perspective and, and, and that, you know, culture matters. Yeah. So if you're working for a cutthroat kind of culture where, you know, you make the number or you're out. Yeah. Well, don't work there. Yeah. You have, you've got that choice. So give an example where it was bad, right? Brad prospecting. Yeah. Um, it, it, generic. Yeah. Uh, not relevant. Um, all about them, mm-hmm. their company, their product, 
their customers and, and literally nothing about me. Yeah. So what I say is buyers need you to show them that you know them, mm -hmm. that you can help them, and that you care yeah. about them. Right, so that requires right. you to do research on the buyer, right. the buying committee, mm -hmm. even the smarty pants people who influence that buyer. Mm -hmm. Right, so today coming here to meet with Equifax's international marketing team, I was texting um, my buddy Carl Cross. He's the EVP of sales at Workfront. Okay. They're a Marketo customer and a Marketo partner. Right. Um, really cool stuff. And, and I texted him to ask him if they had announced their, their new CMO, right. which I won't tell you who it is because they haven't announced it publicly. All right. Fair. Um, and, uh, and then told him I was coming to see Equifax. Yeah. And he mentioned that they're a Workfront customer. Wow. So now it's like, boom. 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 So I'm like, okay, dude, Carl, let's yeah. hook me up with your CSM on Workfront yeah. so I can get a little G2, a little yeah. intelligence right. about... Not, not to like. I like that you said it. little G two. G two, yeah. baby. Wow. Yeah, Intel. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I want to know what they care about, what their priorities are, what they're struggling with, and 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 not not so that I can manipulate or deceive. Yeah. Yeah, you want to learn. I want to. I want to show my customer that yeah. I know them. You care. You I care more. Care. Nikki and I, just, uh, I have a saying, uh, and, and I think really Nikki who came up with that uh, was like, whoever cares the most, like wins. Uh, and I think that's a really, really, this what you're doing is that you're learning to show care yep. and something that if everybody can do that, you now all of a sudden lean in to the conversation. So absent of value, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't work. So yeah. the whole notion of people buy from people, yeah. they know they like, they trust. Yep. It just isn't enough anymore. Like, that's table stakes. Yep. Know you, like you, trust you. Yeah. But if, if, if I can't get value from you. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's like, game over. It really because we're all being held accountable for such higher standards and results. Yep. And if if look, you can care more, but if you can't deliver what I need, yeah, then you. Then I'm like I might be able to help you in some other way. Yeah. But I can't buy from you because if I'm gonna get what I need, I can't get it from you. Right. Even if you're and a nice I'm guy a, or a nice person, thing. whatever. Not, yeah. You're a nice guy. You're a yeah. nice person. Like I have a guy. And he's going to die when he hears this. So I'm actually going to call him by name. I'm just going to, you know Go what? for it. I'm going to call the dog off. Yeah, all right. I'm going to call the dog off. Um, this guy, he has been persistent. All right. In a good way? So he, first off, how did he get my Marketo email? I don't like that. I don't like that he's emailing me at my Marketo email address when I know I didn't sign up for any video with yeah. content. Right, so people are able to figure that part out now, and they oh, you just. Want to, you want to hear my story on that one? Uh, go for it. Marketing started the process. Sales put the nail in the coffin of ruining email. Yeah. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Because now marketing and sales, everybody has everybody's email address. Very easy to figure out. Like you figure out one person's email address, and the entire company email database is you. You don't even have to buy it. You just guess it into it. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Or so, you can go pay for it from Discover Org or, you know, other places where, you know, I don't want to dog on those guys, but but so now it's so easy. It's so easy. So, so now that everybody has everybody's email. Yeah. And everybody 
marketing and sales has the ability to automate a sequence cadence series orchestration of emails to everybody in the world. That's crazy. Nobody wants to check their email. Yeah. All right? right? There, I mean, that is the problem. So Jim, I know you have a question. Why don't you just kind of share what yeah. kind of question you have? I think for me, I, I'm a huge proponent of social selling, LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere I can find people. Um, but I struggle with creating dialogue. Yep, engagement. And I don't want to be... Let's repeat hey, his question too. I don't want to be too. inauthentic, and so I just end up liking everything, or sharing things, or retweeting. I don't really, and I'll, or I'll take what people say on social, and and I'll comment in an email where I feel a little bit more free. I don't know. I just don't feel very authentic or comfortable, like saying, "Oh, like you post something on LinkedIn, and then I'm, hey, let me show you how I can help you with terminus." No, you know what I mean. Yeah. I do. So you I want do. to repeat his question and kind of yeah, phrase so it in your to way. To repeat the question, so Jim yeah. says. Look, I like the social selling thing. I, I see the value in LinkedIn. I see it in Twitter. But, you know, I don't, so I can like everything you post. I can retweet. I can comment. I can share. But that feels inauthentic. Right. Well, I'd call that even social slutty, right? Yeah. Like hashtag social slutty. If you're. I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. If you're liking and retweeting and commenting everything I tweet, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. Jim, you're desperate. So that's a good thing that you're yeah. not doing that, right? I mean, he's and not. If you are, stop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sometimes good. I do. Yeah. Sometimes you do. And, and, you know, my videolicious guy, yeah. he's kind of doing that. He's missing one key piece of information, which I'll let him know soon. I'm an investor in Vidyard. Oh, he doesn't know that. So I asked him, like, well, why are you. But we're using Vidyard internally yeah. at Marketo. Why would we go to Videolicious and yeah. give me all the reasons why Vidyard sucks? So now you're like sharing like, that with uh, Not sucks, but he said, you know, anyways. Um, so here's what you do. And even one of the things that, that I love is finding content like this. Yeah. Right? So like this podcast. If yeah. you're trying to get my attention, Joe Rowley, you're trying to engage me, right? You listen to this podcast. Yeah. You write down my words. Right? I've said some words that um, only you can say. That only and, I can and say. And you know that somebody has to listen to get back to you with that. Oh, and I love that. Social slutty, right? <laughs> like, you need to use my words. That's a very, very big point. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And and you'd, you'd be surprised at how much content is truly out there yeah. that buyers or people who influence the buyers or they work with colleagues or peers that you can uncover those words yeah. that they use, that they have heard, that they relate to. And so when you can speak their language, right? Not yep. your, we help companies to accelerate this or, oh, <laughs> like, don't give me your guys' darn script, right? Yep. Like, yep. talk to me, human speak, and show me you know me. Yeah. Show me you can help me and prove you care. So it's harder. It takes longer, which we can go down the whole rat hole of why the SDR function. Yeah. Why we've like completely. Yeah. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah, that's another podcast. We still haven't talked about how I got to Marketo. All right. Let's get to that. Like, so okay. chief growth officer yeah. of Marketo. Yeah. So I can't even believe this. I mean, some days I wake up and I'm like, I, I, I've got it's a closet awesome full of purple already. Yeah. <laughs> um, purple oh. was not allowed in my house. Well, well you were with Eloqua. When so. I was at Eloqua, yeah. there was no purple. And I had young daughters. 
Yeah. Purple was their favorite color. I'm sorry, sweethearts. No purple. Wow, this is personal. Oh, it was. It, business is personal. Don't let anybody tell you it's not because yeah. business is done with humans and humans are personal. And so business is personal. Yeah. Right? Especially when I care so much. Right. 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 So um, here, here's, here's what happened. Uh, Marketo hired me back in March mm -hmm. of 2017 to do a webinar mm -hmm. on social Oh, I remember. That was like 4,000 people. It was like a big, big, giant success. It was they pretty awesome. They paid me money yeah. to promote me, yeah. my brand, and my message yeah. to their customers. Right. And it was the, the registration and then the registration to attendance and yeah. then the feedback. Yeah. Because it was thought leadership, right. they don't have a social selling product. Right. 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 So they weren't pitching anything. So the, the, for that audience, this was a completely new set of information and hashtags. So Oh, this is pretty awesome. Exactly. It was just a value add. Yeah. Right? It was a gift from Marketo. Wow. Okay. And so it went so well. There are Marketing Nation Summit was right, right around the corner yep. in San Francisco. And I wanted to speak. Right. At Marketing Nation Summit. Right. So I went back and said, hey, it performed so well. Why not have me speak? Right. At Summit on the topic since right. the audience, your customers Clearly care about it. it. Yeah. So they're like, okay. So sign me up to speak. And then, of course, I'm doing my research. Right. Right. I find a video of Steve Lucas, the then new CEO of Marketo. Right. Talking about his first 90 days at Marketo. Right. And Sangram, I got goosebumps. It was emotional. It was. I was. This is 2.0. Yeah. Right. So that whole marketing automation thing that yeah. I knew yeah. wasn't okay anymore. That I I wanted to send you know apology letters to customers who yeah. had bought from me who were operating under the the same thing that I told them yeah. years ago. Right. This transformation away from automation. Right. To engagement and beyond email. Right. It was and real. It was real. And, and Steve is a very emotional guy, so right? Emotional. So it it every time I've listened to him speak, like it, it's being like, okay, he really means what he's saying. This is his job. He, it's not looking at it as a job. This is the best thing he wanted to do. He, he feels like he's born to do this. And when you meet someone, you just recognize that that energy and passion kind of flows through the entire organization. Cultural transformation. Yeah. So it's, it's a new company pretty much. Oh, it's a... It, so one, we're not selling marketing automation. We're selling an engagement platform. Beautiful. There's work to be done. Yep. Right? Yep. There's, a, there's, there's good vision. Yeah. And, and we're aligning all the right elements to, to deliver on that vision. Right. Right? We're building stuff. We're buying M&A. Uh, we're partnering in, in a much better and deeper, stronger bigger way. Bigger way. Yep. So, you know, we're, we're doing the work, right, to make sure that we can deliver on that engagement economy vision. Yep. Um. But what I heard in addition to that was was culture. Yeah. Culture transformation. And um, I am so proud that uh, my day two at Marketo was our board meeting. Mm -hmm. So as a chief growth officer, yeah. I go to every board meeting. Right. Um, That's awesome. It, I walked in and we'd done the board prep, so it wasn't like I walked in and hadn't seen it. But we are picking up where Eloqua left off. Awesome. Meaning couple things. One, product innovation, mm -hmm. right? So, so Oracle has not really innovated. Right. They're the same circle. 
it's integration. Right. So their efforts have been around integration and not with the ecosystem of MarTech, but integration with all their other stuff, the Oracle stuff. Right. Right. So, so their CX product, their sales cloud product. So it's been very internal internally focused. So not right? like the Salesforce would be a great example with the app exchanges, that external ecosystem that makes it bigger and the Marketo with LaunchPoint and everything is like a much bigger ecosystem that you want to connect. So you don't want to necessarily just build internally. You want to partner and, and make sure that you're doing the best thing for the marketers out there, regardless of you having that product or not. A hundred percent, right? Amazing. If we don't have it and they need it, yeah. or they already have it, yeah. we need it to be able to talk to yeah. the engagement platform, right? So, yeah. so API, application programming interface, <laughs> that API strength is critical, right? right? Because... Also, it, it, it isn't just their the 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 on the shelf yeah. right uh, uh, products that they want to. They have custom stuff. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about a, 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 a IoT, right? Right. So so data from machines. They want to be able to take that machine data. Yeah. And and use that for customer marketing. Right. And so forth. So so this this um, this cultural change. From Marketo centric mm-hmm. and and company centric to customer yeah. centricity, and then really what I get I love the small business guys. My dad, I, yeah. he was in the Navy, and then he owned his own like woodworking shop. So That's cool. uh, massive respect for um, small business. I was a small business. Yeah. Right? I never thought I'd work for another company again. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't want to. Right, right, and. And, and definitely not purple. Like that wasn't in the cards at all. And I and I just didn't ever see myself. I mean, I always said I'm either going to be an individual quota carrying sales rep or the CEO. Right. Because I guess the board can fire you if you're the CEO. But but you make decisions. You want freedom to make decisions and do the stuff that you want. I'm a very fireable person. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I can see that. I don't have a filter. <laughs> I don't hold things back. Um, right. Well, I totally get it. I'm like that. People without a thick yeah. skin don't work well yeah. with me, yeah. right? So let me go back to culture change and move to the enterprise. Right. The enterprise, Marketo has been good at servicing or initially was servicing that small business, moved up to like that mid-market, um, has been doing much better in the enterprise. And in fact, when you look at Marketo's customer base, Google, mm-hmm. AWS, mm-hmm. Microsoft, Visa, we we actually have more enterprise customers than Eloqua has today. We certainly have uh, uh, higher paying. Right. So now, now we're the value play. Yeah. It's a different game now. It's a totally different game. Yeah. So now we're competing... We're not buying the business anymore. That was old Marketo. Mm-hmm. So now we go into a, an opportunity and Salesforce with their sales or marketing cloud, right. I don't know which, you know, yeah. which one are they selling, right? Right, right? But they're bundling. Right. So they'll throw in their yeah, here's another product. Just throw it in, yeah. right? To get the whole suite of yeah. business. Same thing with Oracle. They'll right. throw it in. We have to sell standalone. Right. We have nothing else to throw in. True. So we now have to sell on value. Yeah. That's a lot. That takes a different it's hard. It's so hard. Force. Yeah, it's totally hard. It takes hard. a different kind of customer success team. It takes the whole, everything is different. Yeah. 
And so I get to sit in this role of stitching and weaving product. So Mm -hmm. today I was on our six-hour product QBR, quarterly business review, learning about Google Cloud Platform, learning about um, our next-gen UI, learning about... um, you know, our roadmap right. and, 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 and and where we're getting our development resources and how we're scaling and all of that. Um, so so product marketing, mm-hmm. sales, customer success, right. and our partner ecosystem. So I get to sit and stitch and weave customer centricity. Yeah. I get to listen to our customers, learn from them, and engage with them. Right. Right. And our job as an organization is to know more, to care more and to do more. Right. For our customers. Know more, to care more and to do more like that. We know more about them and we care more about them and we do more for them. Yeah. That's the delivering the value. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then then we will win. Yeah. We will win. I love that. And I like to win. You're fired up about this this new role. I am. I am <laughs> I'm happy. Like I really, this was made for me. And yeah. I, I thank Steve Lucas. Yeah. Because he saw it in me. I didn't yeah. see this. I actually, you know how you, sometimes you need someone. Someone else to kind of tell you what you are. And it's so, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so, and my husband's been that person for me for so much of my career. He has really been, um, just my rock and and my biggest champion and he's so supportive he's helped me grow yeah um i mean he's always he's the one who told me to take the job at oracle and said look i know what you want to do yeah i know you want to do your own thing i know you want to do professional speaking i know you want to build something in the digital selling and social selling space the best way to prepare for that is to go and learn it yeah, all right. at Oracle in the belly of a $40 billion business and wow. figure out how it works mm-hmm. and then go do that. That's pretty sage advice. He's the one who told me to do this. Wow. He And the last step in the process, because I said no to Steve. He, he asked me to join in May, mm-hmm. May of 2017. I didn't say yes until November of 2017. And it was my husband who said, "Sounds like I think this is this is it. I think this is it. Wow! And like, but I made promises. I made promises yeah. to Lily Kate, our thirteen-year-old. Yeah. When we when we moved out of Silicon Valley. Yeah, you're in the South now. I'm in yeah. the South. Yeah. You know, we should have sweet tea. And <laughs> we got like Coke, and well, you're in Atlanta. So. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta. Yeah. So when we moved to Charleston, South Carolina, I had made a promise to Lily Kate, and she said it when I made it. You're you're going to break your promise, mommy. She knows me well, mm. right? She knows me well. I said, I won't travel more than once a month. Yeah. She's in seventh grade. We're in a new state, a new town, a new school. Yeah. Her big sister just went to, you know, freshman at college. So her big sister's not there anymore. She's, she's there. Her oh. dad travels and yeah. has a big job. Her mom's always traveled and had a big job. That's And tough. I said, I'm not going to travel more than once a month. She said, mom, you're not going to keep that commitment. Yeah. She knew me. And so the last step in me agreeing to join Marketo was having my husband mm-hmm. speak to Steve Lucas. Those two men know me. Wow. Right? Wow. And and it was after that conversation, I felt, I actually asked Lily Kate if she would also yeah. speak to Steve. Wow. Yeah, you, you had your husband and your daughter speak. My daughter said no. My Because I really think 
there was a big part of her that was hoping that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. She really does want that mom who's there after school baking chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not who I am. Yeah. And it's so hard. To balance both. Like, I want a seat at both tables. Yeah. I want a seat in the boardroom, and I want a seat at the dinner table. Yeah. And it's really hard. And I can see how emotional you, and this makes it, that's, it's, I mean, it's real. Yeah. It's hard because I'm not, and I can't even, I can't even tell you that when I'm with her, I'm with her, that I'm fully present. Yeah. It's not true. Like, I have to fight. Yeah, so many different things, ideas, thoughts going on. And I literally have to fight to focus on her. She's an yeah. amazing, like she's she's my last one at home. I have yeah. three who are out of, you know, out of, and, and they need me. Like right. my son today, Jack, he was texting and calling me. He's in the interview. Oh, I'm, I think I met him uh, at the Revenue Summit you conference. Met my other son, oh, Philip. Philip, all right. He's doing great. Yeah. Although I think it's, you know, he might, he's doing great. He's in my world, right? Yeah. He's, he's a demand gen specialist. <laughs> That's awesome. He's, he's a, he was trained on Eloqua. Yeah. And then they moved to Pardot. Yeah. He liked Eloqua better, which was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, you must be really smart, son. Yeah. If you like Eloqua better, because yeah. Eloqua's hard. Hard. It's very hard. It's really hard. And yeah. he liked it better. And he hasn't used Marketo yet. Yeah. So he, the other day he texted me. He said, how would I go about getting trained on Marketo? Yeah. I like, come yeah, on cool. home. Come I, home. Come home. <laughs> right? We're hiring in Denver. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm so glad, you know, you shared your story. You shared your passion. You shared your heart. Uh, and there was a point where you got, like, you got emotional around it. And I think that's just the reality of things. It is everyone tries to have this fake persona yeah. of like, hey, I can do it all. And, you know, I think we have to, like, sometimes take it off or, if possible, as many times, just take it off and just be real about it. So I'm, like, so inspired just listening that you had your husband kind of speak to Steve. And the fact that Steve took the time and cared enough to do that speaks a lot about him. So, Jill, I can't thank you enough. This is probably your best podcast ever. Woo! All right. Well, thank you. Give you a big round of applause for Jill. Thank you so much. All right. This is great. Thank you. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.